today's Leading Women episode 264 with the wonderful Marala Scott. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Have a WordPress site or thinking of getting one? Bluehost offers unlimited hosting starting at $4.95 per month. Got your WordPress site hosted somewhere? No worries. Bluehost can help you transfer those domains fast and seamlessly easy. Join me and millions of others who trust Bluehost as our main hosting provider. Sign up today at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Marilla Scott. Marilla Scott is Oprah's Ambassador of Hope and the best-selling author of Inner House, Perception vs. Reality, a number three on Amazon's bestseller list and surrounded by inspiration and bad to the bone, a number 17 on Amazon's bestsellers list. Her latest book, Intuition, is co-authored with her daughter, Alisa Curry, which was released March 31st. She is the recipient of a congressional awards, among others, for her powerful messages of overcoming adversity nationwide. So women of the world, Ms. Marilla Scott, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Hello, everyone. We are delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Marilla, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, the sweat equity, the knowledge, and experience to build a special business you call it on. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So, here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and talk about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and you being an author and idea behind a niche? Well, you know, one thing that I, I thought of and I always believe, even when I was much younger, is that you should always follow your passion and do what you love. Because if you're doing what you love, you're going to always enjoy it. You'll find some way to continue to build upon that creativity. And I used to write when I was a child. And that writing turned to be very therapeutic for me. And in writing, it taught me how to craft something and get a lot of negative emotions out of me and utilize that to heal. And so I began writing and then teaching others, you know, how to write and get their stories out so that they can share and turn something that might have been painful or negative or even if it was positive to use it as inspiration to teach others. So I began, um, you know, writing my own stories, my memoir, novel with my daughter, some other books. And then I started ghostwriting very heavily for a lot of celebrities and people that wanted to share their stories. And in doing that, I, I realized that my passion that I thought was only for me to write my stories, it was even more tremendous to help others share theirs. So doing ghostwriting and memoir writing through Sarah Books is something that I cultivated one of my favorite pastimes from reading to writing to sharing, teaching, and inspiring. And if I can teach you how great your life really is through my writing, that's what I want to do. 
Wow, I love what I'm hearing your business, you know, teaching through writing and how it involved and came into existence. And I'm sure our listeners were curious to hear that one as well. Now, what was that defining moment, you know, that prompted you to start this business and made you say, this is my business? Oh, you know, the funny thing is I was always helping people craft their stories. And one day my husband turned to me, he said, I don't know why you just don't, you know, become a ghostwriter and write for people because you're doing it now. He said, you keep writing their stories and, you know, they, and you show them how to do it. So you should do consulting and do writing and teach them. And I had never thought of it. And I said, you think so? And he said, you're amazing at it. So, you know, he's my husband. Of course, he's going to say I'm amazing. So I wasn't sure. But, you know, looking at the success I'd had with my own stories and sharing them and becoming Oprah's ambassador of hope for, you know, sharing my story in our house, it allowed me to look at it and say, wow, I took a lot of pain and turn it into something extremely powerful and positive to help others, you know, keep them going down the same path or making the same mistakes or growing up in that same environment. And it taught a lot of parents a lot of things about how they're raising their children. So in sharing a story, whether it was mine or someone else's, I realized that there was tremendous inspiration in that. And so I do have to give credit to my husband for saying, this is who you are. You inspire people in so many ways. So help them get their stories out and help them begin to heal in a way they may never have thought. Wow, what a great inspiration and encouragement that must be from your husband. I mean, encouraging you to pursue the passion that you already have about writing your stories and now teaching others to write their stories as well and inspire others in the process. What a beautiful moment that one is. A great lesson there for our listeners on how this, this business idea comes about or comes into existence. So love that you share that one. Now, your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry and that resonates very well with particular portion of our listeners however they really like to know what was that compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out well when i shared my story in our house um, perception versus reality the impact that i had in response was so tremendous even to to from oprah herself you know to be impacted by what i was sharing and teaching others it let me know that what i thought I had to hide and keep hidden for all these years. Other people were able to heal from it and learn from it. And I saw the impact, which is something that it gave me um, really, it inspired me in so many different ways to want other people to get what they were hiding in their lives or what they've come through and overcame in so many ways to use it to help themselves heal or to help others. And a lot of times when you're looking at what someone else is going through, Instead of feeling your own pain and remaining a victim and you focus on them, you remove yourself further and further away from the negativity that you carry because you're offering something instead of waiting for something to come to you. And I saw how that helped me. And it just inspired me so much to want to teach other people how to do the same thing. Why would I keep that to myself if I benefited from that release of negativity in such a tremendous way? And writing by all accounts is therapeutic in so many ways. Yes, you really epitomized being ambassador of hope to others by helping them heal through the stories that inspires them. And now you're teaching them how to do them as well. What a compelling vision that one is. And for our listeners out there, I really encourage you, just what Marilyn shared with us, to create your vision. Create the vision for yourself and for your business that inspires you on a daily basis. You know, something that motivates you and that can give you direction as you move forward in this business or in the college 
calling that you have. So great takeaway there to really start creating that vision and write it down because it's really important to have that one, to have that uh, that will guide you as you continue on your journey. All right, now let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur and a successful writer and that our listeners can learn from? I think number one, if you really want to help people and in the field that I work in, you truly have to care. You have to care about their story. You have to care about who they are and what they overcame. So in order to care, which is number one, and have that compassion for their story, whether or not you believe it, agree with it, or whatever the case may be, you have to just put yourself in their shoes and understand their walk as you're listening to it. Because sometimes they don't want sympathy. They just want someone to understand what they went through and not judge them. So showing compassion is very important to me. Being non-judgmental is number two. And one of the things that I offer people more than anything is the ability I listen to them because I learn from them. And as long as I'm telling your story, you're going to teach me something perhaps that I didn't know. And I can utilize that to help others as I continue to inspire people. And so, you know, you really have to care. And if you care, people can feel that. They feel when you really want to know their story and you want to help them heal from something they've gone through because you've tuned into them, not your life, but you've tuned into their life. And it's more important for me to connect to them than anything else. Wow, you so, have to be compassionate. Yeah, so care and compassion, being non-judgmental, being a great listener or a good listener. Wow, great traits or qualities that we all can learn from. And the good news is that this traits that Marilla just shared with us, we can all adapt and cultivate them in our life and apply them in our lives in general. So thank you for sharing those because those are huge takeaways. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? I think one of my biggest challenges, and I think a lot of a lot of women, a lot of people in general can adapt with this, is that time. Because if you're doing something you love, oh my goodness, there's not enough hours in the day for me because I roll from one project to another, you know, and I really tune in to what I'm doing because I love it. So it's very difficult for me to stop writing when I begin writing. You can't start opening the doors to someone's life and they share everything with you and you cut it off like a television. A lot of times, you know, I, I go to sleep and my mind is active and I wake up because I, I grab my notebook and start writing things about their life and kind of transcribing it in a way that it will make sense. And then I can't wait to share it with them. So just time, my time management is very good, but my passion carries me over those boundaries willingly and I love it. So you have to really make sure that you manage your time appropriately so that you continue to live in other aspects of your life because so many times I get, you know, tied up with my clients that I actually love what they're sharing with me and how it's helping them and watching them transition from being someone that had a lot of pain into someone that's healing because they're looking at what they had, you know, down on paper and they're saying, wow, it's not as bad as I thought or I overcame it and it was horrible. But watching them transition, oh, I don't have enough time in a day to really cap that one. So yeah, it's time. 
while your passion really is there, you know, it, you can really feel the passion you have there. And I agree with you, as entrepreneurs, you know, we are so driven and passionate with what we're doing that sometimes 24 hours is not enough. I mean, it's no longer, it's not enough. We really, you know, we want to do and do and do, create and create and create. And we, with Merida, for example, she can write nonstop because that's her passion. And, you know, time is really our precious um resources out there and uh, yeah, sometimes we feel like we it's not enough and uh, because we are so passionate about what we're doing that we want to continue but it's really important to know that there's yeah our limitation in terms of time so we can um, also spend time to other important aspects in our lives and that really segues us to the next topic which is work-life balance you know being a business owner myself maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life but the challenge with us entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create the work-life balance particularly if you have a family juggling many roles so in your life as an entrepreneur how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health your family your relationships and your business well you know Maria I do have a family and I am very close with them and my son lives in California, my daughter is in Ohio with me, and my husband, he's just amazing because he's involved with what we do as well uh, to a degree. And I love to write. Once I start writing, it's hard to turn it off. However, when you love your family and you know that they need you too, and it's kind of like a reprieve when you pull back and say, wow, okay, that was great. I'm enjoying what I'm doing, but let me transition over here because I'm still a wife. I'm still a mother and I still have friends. And so... What I do is I like to really, you know, when I'm writing, sometimes I take in so much negativity. And a lot of women do that. We take it in from our friends when they're sharing what's going wrong in their life, from our careers. We take in things that are, you know, affecting us negatively or things that are unfair at work or things that, you know, are going on as far as work, the burden, the workload, whatever the case may be. But how do you get that out of you? You keep taking everything in. Sooner or later, if you don't get it out, it's going to have a negative impact on you physically, you know, emotionally, mentally, in so many different aspects. I like to go to the ocean. The ocean caused me like nothing else. I love to be in nature, but I spend a lot of time, you know, walking along the beach with my husband and I travel quite a bit for my clients in, in particular, but I travel a lot just so that I can be near the ocean and spend time collecting sand dollars. That's my way of connecting with God and staying focused on what my mission is and my purpose in life. And so you have to take time away from everyone else, sometimes including family so that you can reboot. We don't do that. We think if we have time by ourselves, it's being selfish. But you have to take time to do what else you love. I love my writing, but I love being healthy. So walking along the beach, taking time, if you meditate, you do yoga, you do exercise, you know, you do art, whatever the case may be, indulge yourself in doing something for you. It is so important because it allows me to go back into my writing and work with my clients with even more passion. And my husband, as long as he has a happy wife, we always tease, happy wife, happy life, I'm really happy and we're all happy. And I love working with my daughter because she, you know, co-authored Intuition with me and she is an award-winning um, author as well. And I taught her, I said, Liz, you have to separate work from your personal life and draw those boundaries because if you don't do it at an early age, you will never learn to do it properly and you'll waste a lot of your time. So learn when to stop. Stop doing and start taking care of yourself because 
you are a vital aspect of everything that around you, everyone around you, you make a difference in their life in so many ways and you need to be healthy. Learn when to stop. Wow, I love your perspective on this work-life balance and those tips that you just shared. Huge takeaways there. So first of all, Stu, I'm really big on this as well. I mean, learn to decompress, learn to you set boundaries and make time for yourself. Not only to, especially if you are in this genre where like, like Marla is, as an author, I mean, you really have to, you really need to decompress or to find time to be, to make time for yourself. Not only to have a downtime to be still or to, to have that uh, um, quiet moment with by yourself, but also to take care of yourself because I'm a big believer in taking care of ourselves as well. I mean, our health is our, I believe, is one of our greatest investments. So we should be taking care of it. I mean, working out, exercising, doing yoga, doing meditation, things or ways that can help us not only physically, but our mental well-being as well. And yes, uh, it's really important to know your priorities and make time for them. Your family, your social life, they are important to you. If they are important to you, make time for them. So this work-life balance, I mean, I'm sure a lot of us resonate with this or we all are struggling with it on a daily basis, but it's really important to take lessons from what, for example, what Marilyn just shared with us and make time for those that are important to you because that's, I think, is the bottom line here. All right, now let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well and where that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, would like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? That's a great question, Marie, because I believe that success is when you have peace of mind. I am able to go out there and do what I love, which is to inspire people. When you can teach and add something to this world, instead of taking things out of it selfishly and not introducing something new or something creative or something fresh or giving people what they need, something that's been done over and over again, but you're still doing it in a different way to help people. It's, it's kind of like you're missing out if you're not doing that. And for me, success is watching other people stand on my shoulders if they want to and reach their goals. It's when you help others and you reach your hand down and lift them up, or if they're standing, you push them higher. To make a difference in the life of someone else is more significant to me and that's how I measure my success, if I can make that difference in this world. And then when doing that, that's when I know it's working and that's what I feel good about. So it's never been about money to me, although you know my career is extremely successful in its own right because of my passion for it, the true success that's unmatched is making the difference in the lives of others. And when you can say you do that, trust me, it feels incredible to know that you're impacting this world, which I think we are all meant to. Do on some level in some way, no matter how big or how small, that's what we can do. Success is having peace of mind, you know. Success is the ability to inspire others, you know, helping others and lifting them up, making a difference in other people's lives. Well, I truly believe that that's 
um, as well as the true essence of success, you know, being able to make a difference in other people's lives because of what we're putting out there. So for our listeners out there, challenge yourself and ask this question, what does success mean to you? And really listen from your heart. What does it, what does success mean to you? And for me, it wasn't the dollar signs. I mean, financial metrics are important because we are in business to be profitable. But at the end of the day, I truly believe as well that what really make us happy is knowing that what we're putting out there is impacting other people's lives. Love your perspective on that. Now, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience, so take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? I always like to tell people that you have to understand that your dream, your goals, that's your vision. And God gave that to you. That's why other people, they may not see it. They may not identify with what you believe you can accomplish. And just because they don't see it doesn't mean you cannot do it. So you cannot allow others to to wait whether or not and tell you, hey, I don't think you can do it. Or I think that's going to be difficult. Well, you know, it's not their vision. So you have to believe and your own abilities and cultivate your own faith around your vision and go make it happen. Don't allow someone else's negativity because they couldn't do it doesn't mean you cannot do it. So you can't listen to that and you have to tune away from that and focus on what you believe. Believe in yourself and make it happen because all of the people that have invented something or created something or built something so beautiful, there are so many other people out there that never thought it could be done. That's why they are the inventors, the sole inventors of those things and created businesses that no one else would have thought of or or products or whatever the case may be. That's why they did it, because it was their vision that no one else shared, saw or believed in. So when you begin your journey, it is yours. Remember, it's for you. Wow, great tips there in what you've said. I mean, I was so hooked into listening into every word that you've said and I agree with you. And it's really important to own your goals, own your dreams, believe in yourself, believe in your abilities that you can achieve whatever that you set your mind into and not to allow those naysayers out there, those negative uh, people out there or that uh, ruin your dreams because you know better, you know your goals, you know what you want, you know what you're passionate about, you know your calling. So believe in yourself and go for it. Love those tips that you've just shared. So thanks for sharing that. Now, what's one favorite business resource or a tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and that I wish you can share our listeners with? You know, I'll tell you, uh, when I was younger, I didn't have the extensive reach that I have now. And the social media is so very powerful and the influence that it has, has made a lot of people that don't know who Marilla Scott is, they know because I'm on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. You name it, I'm there. My website, my blog, everything is there. But you have the ability to use it through your phone, through your computer, and touch people all over the world that you never could have before. So learn how to use the technology that is in front of you, which is through social media. It has a powerful reach if you learn to use it right. 
It's a great yeah. way to connect. Yes, social media is really changing the way we do business. And if we can tap into the power of it to grow our business, to reach a, a wider audience, to reach our, our clients or our customers, it's really helpful in growing our business, and not only to, for growing, but for connecting with our clients as well. So really tap into the power of social media. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? You know, I have to say my latest book, Intuition, that is co-authored with my daughter, Alyssa Curry. And the reason I say that is because it was written to teach. It was written to educate. And it has so many layers of teaching you how to trust your intuition. And you can use it in your career, your personal life, and so many different aspects if you learn how and why you should tap into it. And intuition is based solely on the truth about it. And it's one word that is more powerful than what you could ever imagine. And it tells you that everyone has it. No matter what your faith is, no matter what you think, you have it. So tap into it, learn to use it because it can help you make better decisions and life choices that will impact your life in the most incredible way if you learn how. Yes, and learning to follow our guts, follow our intuition is really important as an entrepreneur. So I highly recommend you to pick up her book, Intuition. And where can they pick it up? Is it available on Amazon or Barnes & Noble? Or where can they, where's the best way that they can pick, that, pick yes. up that book? You can get Intuition on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, iTunes, Kobo, anywhere. And it is already an award-winning book because the content in it will make you smile the characters are incredible, but the lessons are valuable and you will want to learn how to use it. And so it's based largely on my personal life and my daughter's life. So, you know, the lessons and the things that I'm sharing with you are actually true. So you will learn from, you know, so many different layers of experience and it's fun. It's a fun read. It's very palatable for you to want to learn something different. But trust me, your intuition, it can save you in so many different ways. And I've used it over and over again. And it's the only thing that I do trust over my own decisions. And sometimes people don't understand that intuition rises above reason. So you may not always understand what it is, but when you learn from learn, reading intuition, what it is, and you'll learn how to trust it. You'll want to tune into it. Yes. And I'm a big believer on following your intuition or following your guide, but it's not really easy sometimes to differentiate. Is, it, is, is this intuition or is this my, my gut feeling? So it's really important to learn this. So I highly encourage you, our listeners, to pick up that book, Intuition by Marilyn Scott and Alyssa Curry. And you can get it at Amazon.com or Kindle or iTunes or on their website. I'm sure they have a link from their website as well. So that's Intuition. That's the title of the book. Now, Marla, in my mind, you are a superhero or shall I say a superheroine because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you were a superhero or a superheroine, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone that you admire and look up to. You know, the one thing that the only person I have to say, I, I admire my children for the strength and, and the resilience that they've had in learning things and fighting through life and becoming stronger. But the only person really, the only, my hero is God. I mean, the sacrifices that were made for us and how we live today and my faith and everything that I do is because of him, is because of what he's done for me in my life. So, you know, I look at that and I think that's the only person I really, you know, I have ad great admira admiration for. And I, you know, implore people to really develop their faith 
Yes, absolutely. I'm a firm believer in that as well. So whatever your faith is, I truly believe that there is one up there that is really more powerful and that we admire and look up to and be a source of our inspiration as well. Marala, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many and for being such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two. Click the rate and review button. Step number three, say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW Fan of the Day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Oh, 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 oh